welcome to the GMC 2021 Lent Podcast with Pastor Mike Weaver. Join us each Wednesday from the 17th of February through 31st of March as we journey with Jesus in the Gospels of John and Mark. Now over to Pastor Mike. This week on the 24th of February we hear from John's Gospel beginning at the first verse of chapter 3. Now there was a Pharisee a man named Nicodemus, who was a member of the Jewish ruling council. He came to Jesus at night and said, Rabbi, we know that you are a teacher who has come from God, for no one could perform the signs you are doing if God were not with him. Jesus replied, very truly, I tell you, no one can see the kingdom of God unless they are born again. How can someone be born again when they are old, Nicodemus asked. Surely they cannot enter a second time into their mother's womb to be born again. Jesus answered, very truly, I tell you, no one can enter the kingdom of God unless they are born of water and spirit. Flesh gives birth to flesh, but the spirit gives birth to spirit. You should not be surprised at my saying, you must be born again. The wind blows wherever it pleases. You hear its sound, but you cannot tell where it comes from or where it is going. So it is with everyone born of the Spirit. How can this be? Nicodemus asked. You are Israel's teacher, said Jesus, and do you not understand these things? Very truly, I tell you, we speak of what we know and we testify to what we've seen, but still you people do not accept our testimony. I have spoken to you of earthly things and you do not believe. How then will you believe if I speak of heavenly things? No one has ever gone into heaven except the one who came from heaven, the Son of Man. Just as Moses lifted up the snake in the wilderness, so the Son of Man must be lifted up, that everyone who believes may have eternal life in him. For God so loved the world that he gave his one and only Son, that whoever believes in him shall not perish but have eternal life. For God did not send his Son into the world to condemn the world, but to save the world through him. Whoever believes in him is not condemned, but whoever does not believe stands condemned already, because they have not believed in the name of God's one and only Son. This is the verdict. Light has come into the world, but people love darkness instead of light because their deeds were evil. Everyone who does evil hates the light and will not come into the light for fear that their deeds will be exposed. But whoever lives by the truth comes into the light so that it may be plainly seen what they have done has been done in the sight of God. We give thanks for the reading of God's holy word. To his name be praise and glory. So in this second week of Lent, in our devotional reading through the Gospels of John and Mark, today we come up on Jesus' encounter with Nicodemus. Nicodemus, a Pharisee, one of the ruling council called the Sanhedrin. The Pharisees were a group of, well, the religious elite. Um, They specialised in knowing the law, leading the synagogue worship and instruction and well let's face it Jesus clashed with them a fair amount of times during his earthly ministry often criticizing them for being hypocrites in the following of God which let's face it antagonized them towards Jesus 
Yet here is Nicodemus, a learned man, a rabbi himself, maybe, uh, seeking Jesus out. Clearly understanding that Jesus was a wise and knowledgeable rabbi. He says, we know that you are a teacher who has come from God, for no one could perform the signs you are doing if God were not with him. So Jesus has, has been on their radar. They can see that there's something special. But who is the we? The plural. Is Nicodemus coming at night as a representative of others in the Pharisaic group? Are they too scared to be seen openly seeking the counsel of Jesus during the day because he's creeping around at night? I wonder if these are the people that John writes of in chapter 12 verses 42 where it says, Yet at the same time many even among the leaders, believed in him. But because of the Pharisees, they would not openly acknowledge their faith for fear they would be put out of the synagogue, for they loved human praise more than praise from God. I wonder how many of us are like that. Is that you, perhaps, too embarrassed to seek? Perhaps you're on the edge of faith, knowing deep, you know, in your heart that there's more to life than this. Well, than what we have in this world. Whether you are a person that kind of thinks you have it all, you know, you've got the money, the role, or the the wife or husband, the gifted kids, the car, the holiday, you know, all of that stuff. But it still doesn't quite stack up, measure up. It doesn't quite satisfy. There's something deep in your heart. You know there's more to life. Or perhaps you're someone who definitely doesn't have that worldly material stuff. In fact, perhaps your life looks pretty crappy. I mean, let's face it, life can be difficult. Perhaps you don't have the job, a job. Perhaps there are relationship issues, whether it's with a husband or a wife, boyfriend, girlfriend, whether the issues are with a child, a parent, whoever. Maybe life just sucks and you're saying there's got to be more to life than this then my question would be thrown back at you what is it you are seeking what are you seeking in your life or whom are you seeking to sort it out is there a deep spiritual hunger that you perhaps haven't even recognized or if you have you don't want to acknowledge it so how about doing what Nicodemus did even if it was somewhat furtively in the dark. How about stepping out and asking your deep questions toward Jesus? Nicodemus really didn't start with a question. It was more of a statement that these people, the we he represents, know that Jesus was a man of God because of the signs, the miracles, the wonders that he'd already performed. But do you hear Jesus' answer? He completely ignores Nicodemus and goes actually to the straight to the heart of the issue. He moves it to a different theological plane. His concern is all about someone's relationship with God. Which is, at the end of the day, the heart of faith. The heart of the gospel message. What is your relationship with God, the Almighty? Well, what is it? Very truly, I tell you, no one can see the kingdom of God unless they are born again, Jesus says. 
Now, maybe you've heard that term born again and it might evoke, I don't know, maybe images of evangelistic Christians shouting for people to be born again. And your response is, no thanks, don't want any of that. I'm fine as I am. Or maybe it conjures up the term of a happy clappy Christian. It just makes you want to cringe. But that Greek word for again, anathen, it can either mean again or from above. And so the translation could be said to be to be born from above. And this matters because Jesus is confronting Nicodemus. In fact, he's confronting us all with the enormity of the relational situation between humans and God. But he doesn't understand it that way. Nicodemus, that is. Because he asks the question, this impossible question, that once we're born, physically born, we can't again be born from our mother's womb. How, how's that going to work? He's, he's confused. So Jesus clarifies, very truly I tell you, no one can enter the kingdom of God unless they are born of water and the Spirit. And that... That water and the spirit can be somewhat confusing. I'm not going to go into deep detail about a deep detail about it, but so often in Scripture, these two terms of water and spirit are joined together, and they can be seen to be the life-giving gifts of God. I mean, I'll just quote from a different source from the Old Testament prophet Ezekiel. His words to Israel as he calls for them to be transformed. He says, for I will take out you out of the nations. This is God speaking through his ego. I will gather you from all the countries and bring you back into your land. I will sprinkle clean water on you and you will be clean. I will cleanse you from all your impurities and from all your idols. This idea that, that is seen in baptism. When we're baptised in the name of Jesus, we are, we are washed clean of our sins. We die with Jesus and rise again with him. Ezekiel continues, I will give you a new heart and put a new spirit in you. I will remove from your heart of stone and give you a heart of flesh. Take out that hard heart and replace it with a loving, compassion, spirit-filled heart. And he goes on, I will put my spirit in you. And move you to follow my decrees and be careful to keep my laws. That's Ezekiel 36, chapter 36, starting at verse 24. But do you notice what Jesus had said about being needed to be born of water and the Spirit? What was it for? It was to enter the kingdom of God. The kingdom of God, or sometimes elsewhere referred to as the kingdom of heaven, is where the notion of God's sovereignty and his kingly rule are implicit. God is boss. End of. Now again, perhaps you're dismissive of that thought. But I ask those who don't know God, don't have a relationship with him, ask you, how is it working out? Is the hard and difficult times that we're living in, how's it working out? How is it? Jesus even says to Nicodemus, you don't get it. You don't understand what I'm saying. You're stuck in your worldly way, but it's heaven, the things in the realm of God of which I speak. So listen up, Nicodemus. This is what I'm saying. 
And he goes on, Jesus, for God so loved the world that he gave his one and only son, that whoever believes in him shall not perish, but have eternal life. And then a verse or two later, this is the verdict. Light has come into the world, but people love darkness instead of light because their deeds were evil. I mean, as we journey in these Gospels of Mark and John this Lent, it's a good point to ponder on. God gave us his son, Jesus. So that if you believe, if you have faith, if you have hope and trust in Jesus, you shall have eternal life. But what's your response to that? Do you want to stay loving your life as it is? With all the difficulty, even if you've got all those worldly things, are they satisfying you? Do you want to stay loving your life? Or do you want to be born again, born from above? My prayer is that you will journey with us, continue to come and listen to the podcast or watch us on YouTube. This Lent, as we journey to the cross at Easter time and the empty tomb, and I pray that along that way you will encounter Jesus Christ and be able to answer his call and acknowledge that he is the one and only son given so that you shall not perish and instead have eternal life. Be blessed this week. Thanks for listening. Bye. Thanks for listening today to the latest GMC podcast. For all more information about GMC, visit www.gillespiechurch.org or find us on Facebook or YouTube. Search for Gillespie Memorial Church. Thanks again for listening.